Network exclusive. Small talk with you always is your host Bill, and to my left is my favorite escaped Kryptonian, my favorite escapee from the Phantom Zone, Mr. Rod the Bot Heron. How you doing tonight, buddy? Pretty good, man. I think that's my favorite insult so far. <laughs> like, of course, I'm still like a horrible criminal or you know Kryptonian that escaped, but do, do, just the fact that I wonder did they send like Kryptonian pedophiles to the Phantom Zone? I, I feel like they did. I mean, isn't that kind of hardcore? Like you're put on. A frigate in the middle of a timeless place. Yeah. Well, no, that's a good. That's a good thing. Like we should send Cosby and Jared there. But the problem, <laughs> the problem is, is like, what happens if like what happened in the Supergirl pilot really happened? And oh, then, we're going right into it, huh? And then, well, and then if Jared, like, let's say a hundred years goes by and they accident like a supernova or something lets them out, and then like Cosby and Jared are still. You know, they can still go out and pedophile. I think the greatest thing that would possibly come of that is Supergirl swooping down and punching Cosby in the face, thinking he's an alien <laughs> with super strength, and just Cosby's head just dissolving. Well, yeah, because the sweaters look like some kind of, like, alien skin. Yes. So so we watched the Supergirl pilot. Yeah. Um, the second episode's out, though, right? Second and third, I think, are out. Oh, so we're behind, but fuck yeah, it. Yeah. It's I, new to us. I, I had... I, the kids and I sat down and watched it Sunday. I didn't hate it as much as I thought it would. Mm-hmm. It was fun, but the first and second acts were strong. The third act was terrible. And notice, like, they totally, you only saw her parents for, like, 20 seconds in the beginning of the, the show. Yeah. And then, I guess they couldn't afford Helen Slater and Dean Cain. <laughs> <laughs> that massive budget. You know what? I actually groaned the second I saw him. I was like, of course they well, cast that's pretty him. Pretty much what anybody of does. Of course when they King did. Because it, Supergirl, whenever they announced it, I not interested at all. Okay, it's not my market. I mean, it's cool. I mean, I gave it a chance. The um, but immediately I hated it. Yeah. Simply because the goddamn baby that plays Superman, which they never name. Yeah. Did you notice that? No. Did that piss you off. Not really. But go it's ahead. always my cousin or the man in blue or. Well, that's right. So, so that is that is what it was. It's, I assume that's what it's it was. Basic rights that they they're not allowed to say it. That's gonna get annoying. Uh yeah. That's gonna get very annoying. Oh, I mean, you mean the man that rhymes with Uberman? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what I what I find interesting is what what I found out tonight was they've already had a thirty percent drop in ratings. Really? So everybody it's jumped on dr- to see it. It's drastic. And they were saying it was like the breakout hit, and now it's mm-hmm. dropped that far. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll probably make season, and then it won't hit. I don't know if it'll hit two or not. It. What they're going for is definitely they're trying to take the Flash vibe, mm-hmm. the very up-with-people, positive, fun vibe. Yeah. I don't think it's executed 100% well. No, I completely agree. The third act, like very once weak. they started inviting all the... Very like, the, weak. Yeah, it was... Like once once they introduced Carol Danvers as like a member, what did they call it? Because it wasn't sword like it's supposed to be. Uh 
like Boa or something like that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, whatever the the alien was. The sister or, named Carol Danvers because that's a Marvel character. Oh, no, no, that can't. It be wasn't it right Carol. Then. I didn't catch that part. <laughs> it was Danvers for sure. I know that. I which I thought was really weird. I thought. Oh, why? of course. And I'm thinking about Sword. Sword's Marvel too. Yeah. I don't know. I never heard them say a name. Yeah, they said it at one point. It was an initialism. Well, it wasn't Python. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't Python. I don't know. No, it was it was something dumb. Did you notice who the, the name of the black guy though? Yes. Hank James Hins- Olsen. No, 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 no. Wait. The guy that works for the organization, Hank Henshaw? Yeah, I have no clue who that is. The cyborg Superman? Oh, really? Yeah, of course, but Hank Henshaw in the comics is white. But yeah. That's definitely Cyborg Superman. Well, that's awesome. I never knew his name. Yeah, like I wasn't that big of a follower of the I had that issue. Cyborg Superman. I had that issue off the rack because yeah. the original issue that introduced him was a mock-up of the Fantastic Four, except if it was basically the way the Venture Brothers did the Fantastic Four, Mm -hmm. if all their powers were messed up, like the thing was, you know, basically mutated, part metal and Mm -hmm. part rock. You know, he was deformed. And uh, the guy that was like the mock Johnny Storm couldn't turn his power off Invisible Girl, the same kind of thing. Uh, And then they all, the three of them die, and Hank evaporates into dust, and then his consciousness uploads into a robot and he makes sense. Cyborg Superman. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, DC nineties. Yeah. And you know what? I loved watching about this. The, I loved watching the Supergirl episode. I, Cause I tore it apart okay. completely. Like I, I liked it because it was so bad. It full went full circle. Oh, and yeah. became Good again. Oh, yeah. Um, like her punches, just the actress that plays <laughs> Supergirl, her punches like don't look like, she punches like a girl? No, no, no. I, I wouldn't say that at all. Really? Especially since, I don't know, like 40% of women out there can kick my ass. I don't know. Maybe more. You're I right. Think you, I think you could take on at least 20% of them. At least. At okay. Least. Okay. So that still leaves 80%. 40%. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but it just the acting was very... The choreography for the fights were not... It's not great. Also... Everybody is going is the whole thing where Callista Flockhart says, "What's wrong with being called a girl?" Yeah, I kind of took offense to it sitting with my nine year old daughter mm-hmm. because I'm like, "You just basically said because you're powerful and make money, it's okay for people to call you a girl because it's okay with your vanity." Mm-hmm. But what have women been fighting for? I mean, they don't call them girl rights; yeah. they've called them women's right, women's there you go, liberation. Bill. You know. Left wing bill, power sister. Hey, I'm all, I'm all, dude. I'm more left wing than you realize. I, I'm all about feminist rights, mm-hmm. and I thought I interpreted that completely different. I looked at that and I said, "Well, that's a complete insult to women." And everybody online's going, "Oh no, no, it's okay. It's close to Flockhart." You know, <laughs> if Ali McBill says it, it's perfectly okay. It's and like, see, no. I, I hated that situation they put her in because that was that the first like ten minutes of her working there mm-hmm. was Devil Wears Prada. Thank you. Yeah, and I hated that. I was like, why the hell is she the assistant to somebody in, like Calista Flockhart? And and how does how does Pulitzer Prize James Olsen just magically get a job there? Just magically. It's like... Well, I guess whenever like Superman writes you a letter of recommendation, you tend to get whatever <laughs> yeah. job you want. <laughs> but he can't say Superman, so oh, it's like... Oh, uh, Superman. Uh... uh Mal Mel <laughs> yeah. from the planet Mriptron. <laughs> and how do they get away with like showing him in like like faded pictures and like how do they get away with that? Well, that then? That's how they're doing it is because 
But they can't say Superman. They're not. But his image his, is fine. They're not going to say his name. They're not going to show him. They're not going to show him wearing the S. That's why she can wear the S because she had it. She's a pre-existing character that also had that emblem. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been shocked if they had done it without the emblem. Wow, they're that, that would have blown me away. Well, but they're they're very they're very conscientious about Superman, even though it looks like cinematically. Aside from uh, this movie and the Justice League films, I think they're going to abandon him. Abandon Superman? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, because they were setting. They're going to X Men and Fantastic Four it. No, they were they were setting up. Uh, in cinematically, they were setting up Superman at Man of Steel to start the new universe, mm-hmm. a new take on Superman. And now the just the hype, the pre hype before uh, of just seeing like a little bit of footage and stills of Batman, their their gambles on reigniting Batman again. You know, new Batman, new Joker, new new everything. And I think that's where they're going to go. But anyway, let's get back to Supergirl. So Yeah. So the baby at the very beginning. <laughs> like Mal I've never Mal. wanted to, I've never Mal wanted Mal Mel, baby Mal Mel. I've never wanted to punch a baby more than that baby. I you know, that's that's a first. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the baby couldn't stop staring right into the lens. Like, well, I mean it is a baby. Basic acting kid tells you to look away. <laughs> Look away. You don't look the audience direct on because then that that causes aggression in the audience and makes you hate them and wants to make you punch them in the goddamn face. I, I love it that at minute nine we're talking about punching babies. Well, why wouldn't we? Whenever I, I, the baby's so obnoxious I, as to look into the lens. I mean, that annoyed the shit out of me. It's like squeaky toy to the side, director. Squeaky toy to the side. That's all you need to do. You can go to the Dollar Tree, spend a dollar. But it's Mal Mel. Well, that's true. <laughs> what I, I is Mal Mel worth a buck? Yeah, eh. you know, it it was fun ish, but it's definitely dumbed down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like the guy that plays James Olsen. <laughs> Only my mom and the big guy call me Jimmy. Yeah, like oh yeah, well hey, guess what? Fuck you. Yeah, you know you're Jimmy. You're bitch. Jimmy, but fuck you, Jimmy. Uh, I kind of like Supergirl. I like her being kind of energetic and non jaded and mm-hmm. optimistic. She was very hopeful and optimistic. I like, she, I like optimistic. Yeah. I, I enjoy that. Um, uh, her boss, Allie McBeal, um, didn't like her 20 years ago. Don't really like her now. Um, the sister. Is, has she gotten, like, is she a worse actress now? Yeah. Yeah, very much so. It, it sounded like she was reading cue cards yeah. anytime she spoke. Yeah, pretty much. I agree with you. Um, the sister thing, I liked the sister until, oh, no, the sister yeah. a secret agent. I was like, oh, fuck you guys. Fuck you and your donkey assholes for making that girl. That is the worst cop out you fucking could have done. Yeah. It's like, like oh, she just happens to be an extraterrestrial, you know, biologist. Yeah. Working for the government. Yeah. Yeah, so if, if if Supergirl becomes some kind of alien government cop, I'm gonna be pissed. Uh, Unless yeah. she trades in the blue and, and red for like a trench coat, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I'd watch the shit out of that. I uh, prediction: Will it last a season? Will it? Will it go a full twenty twenty I, plus episodes? I think it will. You think it'll go the season? I think it will. Do you think it'll make it season two? Personally, I think it will. You think? If Flash can, then yeah, this can. Because Flash was. It's pretty bad, in my humble I don't, opinion. I, I tried watching it last weekend. Yeah, I, I did the same. I I did it because I want, like I told you, I wanted to see Gorilla Grodd. 
Yeah. And I saw two, like, end parts of it. You know, you just go YouTube and just be like, Earl Grodd. Change the settings to 1080. Honestly, I watched probably 10 minutes of two episodes Mm. and was not impressed enough and thought, fuck this. The, the The Firestorm stuff was just badly, boringly written. King Shark? Uh, I'd love to see King Shark, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm watching season one. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about things in the in the future as well with that show, but I can't get through season one. No. Somebody told me to start halfway, and like, as long as you have a, a, a firm you background know, here, of The Flash, here's, here's, you're good. Here's what I want. I want somebody that has way more free time than me to come <laughs> up with a list of like, okay, if there's 22 episodes in a season, come up with a list of like the five or six that I have to see. Yeah. Because I've got five hours I can kill over the course of a week. That makes sense. And But uh, that goes back to our argument about American television and fucking 22 hours of bullshit for what? You know, okay, The Flash, you know, I saw The Flash go on some date with some girl. All right, motherfuckers, guess what? I've read a comic. I know he ends up with, with Iris. I'm not stupid. He's going to end up with her, so quit fucking around. Just put him with Iris. I don't care about your fucking drama. I want to see him fight the rogue gallery. I want to see him die in crisis, and I want to see the other guy come back. Right? Yeah. And I want to see the crisis the crisis in two worlds on the two flashes show. And I want to see all that in, in four episodes. I, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll even give him six. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's generous. I'm being generous, but I don't need to know. I don't need the drama. We've read. I mean, you're selling drama to people that watch TV. Mm-hmm. Your audience is not TV watchers. Your audience... The people that are going to give into it are the guys that read comics. We don't have to have. So drugs. you don't think like all these shows are opening, you know, Marvel and DC up into no. into new no. viewership. Not book wise, no. Oh no, no, no! I don't think so. Is it getting people to watch television? Of course, but guess what? Put something halfway watchable on between the hours of seven and ten on a, any given night. If it's not terrible. So a couple million people are going to watch it in the in the continental United States. It's going to happen, you know. If they don't watch it at that time, they're going to download it or they're going to DVR it, whatever. I mean, it, I don't think it matters what's on. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of canceled shows that would like to to disagree with you. But that's but but then they also put on bullshit. If, <laughs> if you put on if okay if if you give me in a given hour, there's four major channels. This is for continental United States, not for you, Robin. I know y'all have three. Anyway. Um, no, there's a Sky 4, isn't there? I mean, they have cable now, so maybe they have eight channels. Oh, I okay. Mean, good for you guys. Really good. Anyway. Um, okay, you can't really make fun of them because their <laughs> shows are fucking better than ours. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just fucking with Robin. You know, uh, I love you. Anyway, um, where, where was I going with this? I, I never know where you're going. I don't either. You you talked. And it's then, like it's like it's like you are wandering down an alley, drunk, hitting every trash can and scaring every cat <laughs> the whole way down the alley. No, no, no. Um, okay, if you got four major channels, not including the cable channels here, and you got four shows on in the same hour, or in the case of Fox, if you do some shitty comedy which never makes it, you know, aside from that Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine that's is not damn bad. Good. I watched a couple of them, so that's kind of funny. Um, but that's also good cast, good writers. Yes. But, like, if you just put on a bunch of bullshit, 
I mean, eventually people are going to get hip to bullshit. Are they going to watch The Flash? Yeah, because it's a fucking superhero thing, and that's what's going on right now. You know, if it's comic book related, people are going to watch it. Do they... You know, it's got the same formula. It's like 90210 with The Flash. Like, great. Okay? I saw this episode of Dylan and Brenda and the fucking bus, and it was a whole metaphor for being thankful. You know, whatever. Fuck you. You know? Just give me the Flash fight in the rogues galley. Started out like that. You know, do some police stuff. Make Barry or Barry late for some shit. You know, look at something with a magnifying glass. Yeah, you know, just I don't need the whole. Oh, well, he, Iris is dating some new guy. Okay, look, dude, we fucking read the comics. We know she gets with him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I love that. I love that you're just like, I've already seen this, so I'm gonna ruin it for everyone. Well, it's nothing to ruin. I mean, it's just all pretty much bullshit. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I I didn't hate it. I didn't hate Supergirl. I didn't. Well, I okay. Well, another thing is the inconsistencies that really get me. Because okay. I told you, like, I was watching it with a nitpicky eye. Like, I was just, mm-hmm. I was wanting to, like, oh, well, why the hell was she lifting that damn plane? And then all of a sudden she was having a hard time lifting herself out of the water? Yeah. Like, hmm, that's odd. Yeah. And then her... Her, what is she wearing as a top that's not that, that is bulletproof? Because they made a big deal about the cape being all riddled with holes, and her getting Cal's baby blanket. I have no idea. I mean, other than him saying, I remember like the second outfit, the second time she had a cape, she goes, he said this material is made of something that's something bulletproof yeah. or something. Yeah. I'm like, okay, bulletproof doesn't mean it doesn't get damaged. It just means that it absorbs X amount of impact. And also, and this is not a, a man-woman thing. Sure. This is just a physics thing. Okay. Every time she flew around, uh-huh. her top was shown just, just a little bit lower than it normally is. Wind would get in there and just in like just blow, blow it up. But that's but that's like every every time she flew was at a certain part of the hour. And so that was like each time it got later into the show. They had to lower the cleavage. They so did guys, do that. So guys would watch it. I feel you know, like they did that. Do you know that's actually, I, I shit you not. There, uh, in college, we read about it a long time ago. That actually is a fact. If you were to watch certain shows at certain times during after breaks, outfits were accentuated more mm-hmm. psychologically to keep people drawn in. Well, I mean... I mean... I mean, it didn't necessarily work with me because the whole time I was just like, no. She would look like a goddamn bullfrog <laughs> flying around well, with also, her suit full of air. She's wearing a skirt. Going with, I mean, you're not always going to fly with the wind, okay? Even if she's going super speed, she's going to go against the continental drift at one point. It's going to be like the biggest upskirt well, in the history of upskirts. She's wearing like bikini bottoms. Regardless, you're still going to see bulletproof bikini bottoms. <laughs> Where she got them? I don't know. Probably like J.C. Penny. Uh, um, look in the bulletproof section. Fredericks of Krypton? Yeah, there you go. For all your erotic, for all your erotic kryptonite. And you know what? That actually annoyed me as well. Whenever they, uh, the mother's message played. Yeah. So her goal at the beginning of the show was to protect Kal-El. Yeah. And then at the end, when she's talking to, or when not the end, but midway second act, mm-hmm. whenever her mother is shown as a hologram, yeah, she's just like, "You and his destiny are not meant to intermingle." Yep. It's like, 
Bitch, you're recording. How did you know? How did you well, know that okay, they okay, weren't gonna be together? Okay, now we're going back to the Donner Superman, where the crystals hold their um, some kind of subconsciousness. So subconsciousness. She, con- That's no, weird. It's, it's, it contains their consciousness. It's like their consciousness mixed with AI. So basically, they can talk, and she's being she's basically saying, "Well, look, hey, we kind of knew you weren't gonna raise this kid on your own." So, you know, just go so whatever, out. do whatever, have fun. Just get some ratings. <laughs> go to, go to parties, meet some boys. Yeah. All right. So you know, trying to is... crush their penises with your <laughs> amazingly tight superhuman vaginas. Vaginas. Yeah, she's an alien. People, <laughs> look into it. All right. So this week during The Walking Dead, the preacher trailer appeared. Uh, for AMC for 2016. Uh, we both just watched it. What did you think? They made a lot of changes that oh, I'm not oh, super yeah. happy about, but overall, I really want to watch it. Okay, so first of all, it's produced and written by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, who have done uh, Super Bad, um, This is the End. Uh, I can't think. I can't list everything they've done, but they they're they're responsible for some of the biggest comedies. Knocked up. Uh, no, that was an Apatow. They oh, okay. They didn't write any of that, but these are well, still great. Those are, yeah, the Hornet. No, that was Michelle Gondry. I'm just gonna start name Disneyland's. Uh, I, I don't really know where I was gonna go with that. Right, Fuck but, it. But anyway. Fuck it. Um, they're good. They're good. Right. They're a good writing and producing team. Mm-hmm. They know how important the thing is. Um, it's obviously a different take. Yeah, in certain ways. No mullet. No mullet on Cassidy. You know, no sunglasses. Uh, the reports are people that have seen the pilot say that Cassidy is the breakout character of the show. That he's the most interesting. Um. Uh, my girlfriend doesn't like Dominic. I don't think she really liked uh, the guy that they got playing Custer. Mm-hmm. Um. You notice that they've got Tulip in there, and Tulip, is, is, I believe, is mixed. She's half black, half white, if I'm not mistaken. So that's a complete different change. Um, See, I don't even care about that. Bring back care. the mullet, damn it. I don't <laughs> CGI it if you I, have to. I don't to. care about what she is, but they don't. They do nothing to introduce that character. Yeah, they just kind of so, show her. Yeah, so if you don't know the book, you just know, okay, there's a, there's a girl for the show. Um, it didn't give you much... Of what's gonna happen? Well, technically, if you didn't know the book, all of those characters were just oh, there's a guy, he's a preacher. Yeah, and there's I think a guy, he talks I think, funny. I think what they're doing is the same thing they did with Walking Dead. It is an adaptation of that comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, aren't they staying in the town the whole first season? It, uh, that's what I've been told. Yeah, and it, I think you told me that, and that's why I'm so indignant been, about they've it. They've been that the first. I think it's six episodes takes place in the town, which I mean, the first book takes place in the town and then they leave and they got, I think they go to San Francisco next. The sex detective story is the second Dude, story. I don't remember what the, the, the one after it is. Like it's I've se- read it all. Sex but... detectives. Then the next book is into the world where they go to uh, Louisiana Ugh. and that's when you run into the family again. Yeah. That reminds me, like, I don't know if you saw my tweet earlier today. I was sitting in a Chinese restaurant, and this—I swear to God—his family from Louisiana was sitting behind me. 
They were arguing over who was going to get some scrap metal. No, I want it. But it's worth like $200. Like, I, I swear it was Are the Are you sure worst. they weren't from Santa Fe? Were you they, in Santa Fe? They may have been. No, I wasn't in Santa Fe, but our people have cars now. So it's it's a whole new world for us. But uh, yeah, they like the accents and everything. I swear. Well, I mean, hey, you know, wicker wicker cowboy hat. Oh god. Yeah, at, at the table. Yeah. Oh, yeah, suspenders. The whole the whole nine yards. The body odor. Uh, I assume murderers. I, I don't I don't know that for a fact, but I accuse them publicly of it. So yeah, but it, no, the trailer looked the trailer looked good. It could be interesting. Yeah, I, I liked I liked how greedy the fights were that's going to be the interesting thing is is they've got a certain tone for it that i really dig yeah it's kind of that same daredevil kind of tone yeah i mean amc is just cranking up their new batch of shows they are cranking out some like i'm so ready for into the badlands it's just a straight up wushu flick Mm -hmm. a weekly show that's just straight up kung fu fighting i'm so excited and it's gonna that's interesting it's bad if you haven't seen the trailer it's badass like it's just uh, we finally get a regular kung fu show again, but it's got a really cool like post-apocalyptic vibe. What was the last good kung fu show? Oh god, I mean, do we count Walker Texas Ranger? No, no. Uh, I mean, I guess kung fu. <laughs> oh, you didn't like the legend continues? I never saw it. Oh, really? That was in my age, so I mean, because well, like, I miss okay. I miss kung fu. Then but. I would guess that one of the two of those would probably be the last good kung fu show. But this is this is like straight up like Wachowski Matrix fight scenes every week. You're getting badass fight scenes. So so it's and, like karate Dragon Ball Z. No, it's more karate Django Unchained. Oh, nice. Yeah, it, I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's it looks really badass. I'm excited. So it starts in a couple weeks. Um. So I went to OniCon this week. I had to take my kid. Yeah, I didn't know you were going to do this. I wish I had known. I thought I told you. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His big thing was he likes cons, and he wanted to go to Comic Palooza, but I told him, I said, dude, you're, the stuff you're into is not going to be there. I said, but in October is OniCon in Galveston, which is right in our, you know, our backyard here. Do you dress up? Yes. Did you, uh, did you see the pictures? I think I did, but I have forgotten. Well, he went as Tiny Rick from Rick and Morty. Nice. Yeah. And I went as Morty. I went as Big Morty. I had a yellow shirt. Big Morty. Yeah, Big Morty. A large version of Morty. But uh, um, he was going to go as some random character that he likes from some some anime show. And and he wasn't able to get his cosplay together in time. Um, when you come to Dad two days before and say, I need a pink hoodie and a, and a white coat. A white dress coat, and I'm like, that ain't happening. And so while we're arguing at a, at a couple of thrift stores, I said, "Dude, we can do because they my kids love Rick and Morty." I said, "Dude, we could do we could do Tiny Rick in like five minutes. We could get the coat, the hairspray, the shirt, everything else we have." And uh, did you blue for the hair? No, we went gray. Gray, gray okay, gray I'm sorry. Silver. We got a blue shirt, and then it got him. Uh, we were able to find him a doctor's costume overcoat real fast uh the only thing we didn't have was a portal gun which i'm glad because um it just would have been the shit we had to carry yeah um but speaking uh, of that though did you see the the prototype that somebody made yes 
amazing really 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 cool Um, so it projects a portal up onto like i guess there's a little mini projector in there that projects a portal actually wherever it's pointed i would bet it's really nice i would bet you dollars to donuts that goes in production between now and the time season three comes out oh i bet somebody i bet somebody will make that i hope so um i'll put that on my wall yeah i'd have that anyway um he did very well because i told him i said look if somebody calls you out, if they, they mention your costume, you got to raise your arms up and say Tiny Rick. And he's like, all right. And he didn't think he'd get recognized. He must have done it 15 times. Nice. He got, there were a lot of people that wanted pictures with him. And there was the last group of people we met actually wanted a picture of me and him because they recognized me as Morty. Because he said, well, are you going to dress up? I said, I'll buy a $6 yellow shirt and go as Morty. Because I have the same hair. and uh, You really went all out for this, didn't you? I did. Uh, you know. But the thing is, is people recognize this as Rick and Morty. And he had a blast. Um, you basically paid to get into the dealer room. That's pretty much it. You know, so, yeah, we'd, we'd skip this part, but OniCon is basically like a it's anime, 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 straight up anime convention. That's a yearly convention in one Galveston. Year in Galveston. Okay. Because um, I've been to this one time before, but I don't remember any of it because I was really, really drunk. Um, basically, you pay $30 a person. To go into a dealer nice. room. Now, they have some things going on. They have some panels. But look, I mean, do I really need to talk here? the guy that voices Naruto talk about his career? I mean, okay, you got lucky. You voiced Naruto or you, vo- you, vo- you did the dub, the American dub of Dragon Ball Z. I mean, you, win- you won the dork lottery, I guess. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Um, and, and the thing is, my kid didn't either. He, yeah. They have a giant arcade on the second floor where they were playing... Uh, it's a PlayStation 3 game called Super Diva. or It's a Japanese game where you, you, you emulate a Vocaloid, which do you know what a Vocaloid is? A, vo- a Vocaloid is a fake character that, uh, you know, like mainly a girl. Hatsune Miku is the name of the one that my kids love. And basically, it's a hologram that plays with the band, and the voice is made up of a synthetic program. And... So it's 100% synthetic, and she dances around on stage on the screen. And, I, you know, my kids, my, you know, my son gets a job. I know. My, my eyes are glazed I, over, trust man. Me, trust me. When you when you have to watch 20 of these videos on YouTube with your kids, it I feel the same way. Jesus. How, I, you, how are you even alive? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't I, know. I would put a portal <laughs> gun in my mouth and pull the trigger. I, you know, I've been close. Been close. <laughs> but, um... Hey, you know, if you pull, put a portal gun in your mouth and pulled the trigger, everything you ate would go into another dimension. You wouldn't get any calories. It would, would be interesting. That'd be amazing. It'd be interesting. We'd lose a lot of weight fast. Yeah, we would. A um, lot of cosplay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there was only me and probably four other people there that weren't dressed up. Well, I mean, you were Morty. Sure. <laughs> or, or you were committed or, to that role. Or I bought a yellow shirt. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Uh, but the thing is, is he had a blast. That's all that's important. You man. know, he had a really good time, and and he got him a he got him a figure, uh, a statue of Oscar from Neon Genesis Evangelion. I got me a nerve shirt from Evangelion, and his sister got a a stuffed animal of some Death Note character or soul. Death, oh, Death Note. Okay, Death Note. She's a big Death Note fan. See, I'm um, not in anime at all. I hate the animation style. I just don't like it. There's very few that I've I gotten know, into. I don't know how they got into it. I, yeah. It wasn't necessarily me. I'm into the classic stuff, Akira, Ghost in the Shells, Neon Genesis. Yeah. And I got them into Evangelion. 
I don't know where the rest of it came from. Um, probably Pokemon. Probably. Probably their obsession with Pokemon. Damn Pokemon. Damn it's po- a gateway drug to anime. It is. And then after anime, manga. Yeah. Then but, after that, okay, hentai. Hold on, okay, hold on. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Oh, God, so there was hentai? We're going, th- we're going through the schedule, and we're looking to see what they're going to do, because there were a couple bands that were supposed to play, but we think they played Friday night. Um, and we look at the schedule, and it says Saturday, midnight, hentai fest, 18 and up. Oh, well, that's all he now talks about for the rest of the convention. He's like, I want to go to the hentai fest. I'm like, first of all, you're 13. Second of all, no. You know? Uh, you can when you turn eighteen, you can go to Hentai Fest by yourself. Because all right, Quentin, you call Uncle Rodney <laughs> okay. next time Hentai Fest comes around, call and I will Uncle. be like, "Yep, this is my son, and we do everything call, together." Call Uncle Touchy's Naked Puzzle Basement. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, it, it's a lot of fun. Like, uh, there's some people that really spent a hell of a lot of money. There was a guy that made his own mobile suit Gundam. Straight up, the guy had to be. Probably your height, so definitely over six foot, mm-hmm. and he is he is manly and attractive. Uh, no, I would say you're definitely more attractive than he was. Oh, okay, nice. I'll, I'll take give it you then. some credit. But he had his servant girl there, and she was helping him piece together because you could only I think you could only take like eight steps, and then something would fall off. But it was it looked real. I mean, it looked cool. Um, you know, there was all kinds of really cool cosplay, and my my son. You know, he he goes around bragging like he can talk to girls. He didn't have a problem. He was so scared to ask people for pictures. I just go up. I said, fuck you. I paid $30 for you just to get in. Yeah. You're getting pictures. Well, I don't really want pictures. I said, I don't care. Don't care. <laughs> I had to pay for you to get in. I had to pay for your costume. I don't give a shit if you're crying in every picture. We're yeah, going to take yeah. these. Uh, but he got he met some really cool people. And, yeah. of course, he goes up. He's not afraid to go up to these women that are you know, probably five years younger than me mm-hmm. and go, Oh, Hey, that's a cool costume. Re- really neat. And they, of course they look at him and go, Hey, thanks. Yeah. Um, he did meet a Mr. Meeseeks. Nice. There was a guy Mr. that would have been amazing. Uh, we got a picture with him. Was he really thin and lanky? No, oh, no. God damn it. No, no. This is fat Mr. Meeseeks. Mr. Meeseeks had let himself go for a little <laughs> bit. Um, but yeah, they, he, he got a kick out of that, but yeah, he, we were, those were the only two Rick and Morty. I was really surprised. You didn't see more of that there. Uh, we did see a Kung Fury. Okay, I was I was I was impressed. Uh, it no, was, was he fat or did he? No, have like no, no. A, he okay, was, no, he was much short. I think he was about my son's height, which is my kid barely hits five foot. So he was kind of so a he's sh- mini Kung Fu. Yeah, he was a mini Kung Fury, but it, it, the guy was really good. We kept looking for like a a, a Kung Fuhrer though, because we thought, oh god, dude, that'd be that'd be the dopest if he could get a friend to dress up like Hitler. Yeah. But and walk around in public. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so OniCon was fun. Um, all right. So uh, exciting news for me this week. Oh, what? Star Trek 2017 new show on CBS. I'm excited. It'll last one season. Uh, this is the weird thing. I'm it, calling it now. Supergirl's going to outlast the it. The pilot will be on CBS, but the show, the entire show, will be on something called CBS Digital. And it's going to be some kind of $6 a month premium service. For CBS? For CBS. I'm like, um, hey, CBS, when did you get The Walking Dead? Oh, you don't? any any you quality don't, content? Oh, you, have, you have Supergirl. No one's going to pay $6. First of all, Supergirl probably won't be on the air in 2017. Second of all, 
Uh, no one's going to pay $6 a month. You need to renegotiate a deal with Netflix and get that on Netflix now. Yeah. Um, it'll that, be, is, that is insane. This is the first I'm hearing of it. But this is the way... The, we probably never talked about this. This is the way they're going to break up cable. And and that this is this is how that's this another happens. conversation. This this is how this happens. When all these stations go get apps and get get their own premium thing, this is how they deregulate cable. I mean, I don't know how it works in y'all's countries, but over here we're you know we don't get to select what we want. Yeah, you know? we get we get fucked both ways. So so yeah, that's the first I heard about it today. So that was kind of the soft sell of CBS Digital. It's like. We're giving you Star Trek uh, and, and CBS Digital. Okay, well, I'm not going to pay $6 a month. You know, I'm just going to torn it. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, like why? Because I'm all about people getting paid if they can be. Sure. You know what I mean? But that that seems like a gross misstep. Like the well, fact that they're... And CBS, what other shows do they have? I mean, like, Big Bang Theory? Nobody gives a fuck. I don't. I think it shows shit. I, I'm a nerd. I'm probably nerdier than some of those guys. No, I don't want to watch that. I don't that. give a fuck. No. I think, it's, I, think it's nerd, I think it's nerd racist. I think so, too. I think it's discriminatory nerd. racist. Nerd. That's a hashtag. I don't want to say nerdist. No, I don't want to say I that I don't want to give Chris Hardwick any more money <laughs> than he already gets. Like, you're marrying a Hearst. Fuck you. Yeah, like, no, like, what other shows, seriously, though, do they have? They have Big Bang Theory. I, I know, like, a lot of people watch the procedural shows on there. Like, my girlfriend watches them. Oh, Criminal Minds or... Uh, whatever that I, shit I, is. I don't even know. I, I don't even, I don't care. Yeah. You know why? Because we're, we're, we're in the next step in evolution right. of entertainment. That's right. Yeah, just stream it. It's right into our eyeballs. Big dicks and AKs. Yeah. What's up, I mean, in a few years, we're all going to have like personalized VR machines that just shoot the show, and you're the character in the show. Well, and the other thing is, is Paramount... I'd pay six bucks a month for that. Paramount CBS already has a deal with Netflix. Everything Star Trek is on Netflix. So you're basically saying, I, if, if I just wait six months, I can watch the show for free. Because I'm already paying for it. That's what I'm hearing, Bill. That's what I'm seeing. And that's what I'm going to do. But I'm excited. Uh, supposedly, it may not be the Enterprise. maybe another ship. And it may be called Galaxy, where, where they go past where they've been, and it goes into the future. Thank God we need something different. Okay? Uh, moving so on. Is, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Is it going to be set in the, in the movie's universe? We know nothing. Okay. Well, I'm glad I, you brought I that hope, up then. Look, I, as much as I love the movie universe, I don't care where it's set. As long as it's Star Trek on TV and it's halfway decent, I'm down. Stars a triple. It's like works for me. It's an office full of tribbles. Yep. Captain's it's, it's another remake of the UK office, but Cap with tribbles. The captain's a tribble. You know? <laughs> I'm fine with it. Um <clears throat> all right. Uh saw Ash versus Evil Dead. Did oh, you did watch you? it? I didn't watch it. No. I read I, an, I read an interview with him though that made it sound amazing. Uh it's really good. Yeah? Really good, man. It's a lot of fun. It um it's just basically it's evil dead 20 years 25 years later that's all it's, it's see i never got sucked into that like i was never a big evil dead fan oh. and then i mean not i saw all three of them probably in the weekend yeah or, yeah all three of them we'll, we'll say three of them because mm -hmm. there was evil dead and then there was evil dead 2 and then army of darkness right and then the remake and the, then the remake well, of well, course i mean the requel it's it's set in the same universe yeah uh, i liked it did you like that movie? i like it it's, yeah. It doesn't have the same tone 
It's a darker tone than the original. Well, of course. But it's fun. It's yeah. good. It's gory. It's really gory. So gory. Um, I don't think I've ever so- seen so much blood in one place. My son says it's one of his favorite horror movies. The remake? Yeah. The He re-sequel? really liked it. Yeah. But you understand, like, I'm showing him The Shining and he likes it, but he's not getting the same feeling of The Shining that I saw when I was his age. Yeah. So they're different. And, of course, the thing is with memes and, and video clips... Oh, and, and we're sitting there watching, and he goes, hey, this reminds me of this documentary I watched called two, uh, Room 237. And I said, Quentin, that's a documentary about this movie. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, no wonder this movie looks familiar. I've seen bits and pieces of it. <laughs> oh, shit. That's hilarious. So, anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I really liked Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Um, I'll probably end up buying the series on Xbox and watching it. Uh, I'll, I'll probably wait until it's out somewhere. Uh, you can watch the first episode free. Just look on Facebook. Well, I want to watch more than the first episode, Bill. Well, the, oh, it's all that's out is the first episode. Well, then. But I guess good. we're at an impasse. It's, four, it's, it's 45 minutes straight. It's a, Now, every other episode's going to... The rest of the episode's going to be 30. But this first one was, was damn good. Like, it's really cool. And it's it's really cool how... They definitely they definitely acknowledge one and two, but they they haven't acknowledged Army of Darkness yet. Uh, basically, he just says, you know, thirty years ago I shut I stopped it, and he accidentally reopens it. I won't tell you how though. It's funny, it's pretty good. Um, and of course they use uh, Deep Purple space trucking in the in the show. I love that song. I love Deep Purple. So sing us a little bit, Bill. Come on, come on. Let's go, space trucking! Come on! Yeah, you like that, don't you? You want some more? Uh, all right, and uh, our last topic this week. Well, Bill, you say last topic like you know what the fuck's gonna come okay, out of my all mouth. All right, well, all right, well, oh, I may have lots of things to say about I'm things. I'm sure you probably have one or two things to say. No, but the last uh, point of order: um, the Friday the Thirteenth video game. Yeah, you sent me a link for this. It's a Kickstarter game, a which Kickstarter? is kind of that struck me as odd, but it looks fantastic. And they got the guy, the original guy that did the music, is doing the music for the sh- thing. Yeah, they're on. They're ten days to go. They're trying to get seven hundred thousand. They're about two hundred short. No, they have as of an hour ago. They are six hundred thousand. Oh, really? With ten days to go, they all, all they got to raise a hundred thou. Well, damn, it must be making they're, its rounds then. They're gonna it, get it. It was earlier. Or, it, was, nine, it was lower earlier. They're close to nine thousand backers. Uh, it looks incredible. If they're going to use uh, that kind of art, mm-hmm. you can play as Jason or play as a camper surviving. Um, it's straight up 80s looking. Yeah. And see, what I thought was really interesting, there's actually a, I don't want to say game type, but um, in Call of Duty, people actually would pe- play, um, I don't know what they would call, call it. I don't think they called it Friday the 13th, but it was something similar where basically one character can only use their knife. Yeah. And uh, they put like um, shit. I'm I'm forgetting all the perks and things, but the one that makes you run really fast and stab yeah. really well. Um, well, they, you you could play. You could walk around like that and kill the other in know, the characters. in Ghost was it? You could play as Michael Myers. Yeah, and the, or in you the could zombie play as Predator. Yeah, that was that was either Ghost or um, I think it was Ghost. You think so? Yeah, oh. it was Ghost. Okay, because every month they change it. Like if you got a certain ranking. Or a certain amount of kills, or a certain item. Dude, I'm I'm so far. If you got Juggernaut, if you got Juggernaut in the multiplayer mode, yeah, you could play as Michael Myers or Predator. 
And somebody else. You know what? You're right because I did see a let's play about that. Yeah, because I saw them. I got killed by Michael Myers a lot in there when I was playing Ghost. Um, I, I'm all about this. I mean, we've only had one Friday the Thirteenth game that was back in the '80s on Nintendo, and it was one of the worst Nintendo games ever. Dude, it makes lists all the time for one of the worst Nintendo games ever made. Yes, and it's like E.T. Friday the Thirteenth, yeah. and then a lot of the other movie games from the the, yeah. the late '80s, early '90s. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I mean, there's so many. Yeah. You know? um, Dude, I actually really liked the Home Alone game for my Game Boy. I watched John Tron about the Home Alone games. That was interesting. Yeah. I didn't play those. It was they, good. They, they looked bad. It was good stuff. Oh! That ooh, that I, awesome grayscale that the uh, the Super Nintendo, or the uh, fucking Game Boy used to have. If you got so two good. minutes, I got a bargain basement. Oh, dude? I forgot I got a bargain basement. All right, well, go ahead, Time I guess. For Bill's Bargain Basement. Oh, is that what you're going to go with? Yes. Oh, that's horrible, Bill. Mm, don't you like it? Mm. It sounds like right. a really dumb Yoda. Okay, so this week. It smells like it, it, speaking of Doya. Yoda. Speaking it's like of, Yoda's retarded brother. Yoda. I'm just going to talk over you until you're your done. bearded mouth, you sweaty stack of pancakes. Let me say my Is name. that your go-to thing? Yep. All right. If so, people are in traffic ahead of you and they like slam their brakes on, are you just like you sweaty stack of pancakes, you? And you shake your fist you know dramatically. That's exactly. I use that that southern affectation as well. You know, I go yeah. right into that. Yeah. Every t- when like, you're not here, that's what I do. I just southern like colonial. Shut up and let me talk. Let me do this. Oh, fine. Okay. Go ahead. So, um, I've been going back and rereading the Marvel Star Wars stuff, and uh, wanted to get. The Marvel, Marvel, the old okay. Marvel. Uh, Marvel had the license for Star Wars comics from seventy-seven to eighty-six. Oh, so really old. Okay. Yes. And I used to read the old ones. Uh, the the old the the end of the series I got into when I got burnt. When I told you back on episode three, and I started reading Punisher and GI mm-hmm. Joe, or Punisher a lot. My dad also got me a couple of the issues of Star Wars off the rack because he knew I loved Star Wars. And this goes fucking way out there like th- it was into the series i think it was like 97 and 99 is what i had and it's this batshit crazy art by this artist named cynthia martin ah man i she's just the quintessential one of the quintessential 80s artists she's incredible and the stories are just completely insane there's muppet type characters involved and there's there's pink gay characters i mean they're straight up gay like you can't say it but they're straight up gay and they're because they're all hairdressers mm-hmm. and stylists and they're, no, and I they're, feel like you're pigeonholed, Bill. And they're Bill. bright pink. <laughs> what does that it, matter? Men can wear pink and just, become hairdressers. Their skin is pink. That's the, fine, too. Anyway, my point is, uh, I got Star Wars Omnibus uh, 5. It was from Dark Horse. And I got it um, on Amazon. Uh, the cost of it was $1. Wow. And with the shipping was like 5 and some change. Uh, and okay, is, so we're still stay- staying under 7, right? Yeah, and it's basically covering issues 86 through the end, uh, which is 107. So there's 20 up, twenty issues in here in color in excellent, excellent, excellent condition. And, of course, it's got uh, – I always like this this bad guy, um, Lum, Lumina, Lumia. And she she's like a Darth Vader. She's a female Darth Vader, but instead of a lightsaber, she has like a lightsaber whip. It's badass. I don't think light works that way, but okay. Look, don't piss on my childhood. All right. Your child said sucked. And I love the way that you said in color. Like, that's that's a big deal. What do you mean? Like, you have a color TV? Oh, shit. What are you talking about? My family doesn't have a color TV. What are you talking about? We're going to watch Laverne and Shirley at your house today. <laughs> shut, shut. I didn't say in color. I said you the- did. You said in color. I did not. You did. 
You you hear things. I do, but this time I think I heard correctly. Oh, Give it to me. Give it to me. Let me let me look at your you supposedly at pink. You can look at it. You can look at it after. I want to read while you talk. <laughs> no, because okay. now you got to talk. Oh, why? Well, you said you had to talk about stuff. Oh, god damn it! And I know on a podcast. Why do we ever have to talk on a podcast? I have two kids, so I know where babies come from. <laughs> <laughs> supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Actually, I just wanted to thank everybody for contributing and helping out with our comics for kids event. Thank you very much. Um. Chevy uh, has been, I know, has been promoting us pretty heavy. Um, we had him on last week's episode, and that was a ton of fun recording at Toxic City. He, he's a blast. Yeah. He's a good guy. And I, I feel bad, kind of, because afterwards I was like, holy shit, we kind of railroaded in the whole episode. Uh, I went back and listened to his show. Yeah. And we, we, <laughs> we're. We're just not great people. Yeah. I had no idea that they didn't curse on their episodes. Yeah. I uh, did, and I tried. I held out as long as I could. I didn't know. I've only listened to a couple of them, and I thought I'd hurt. I, okay, maybe maybe I'm just... I'm irresponsible. But I broke I broke that wall myself. I'm, I'm you know, I'm sorry. But at the same time, you guys know we got to be us. We got to do us. Yeah, it's not our fault that curses pour out of our <laughs> yeah. mouths. It's not. It's not my fault that Rodney brings out the hate. Uh, it's so good. I love it. I feed off that hate. So how? So far, week one into it, how's it going? Week one into it, it's amazing so really? far. Yeah, the the turnout and the and everyone on Twitter has been very supportive. Um, I think we've gotten fifty new followers roundabouts. Yeah, probably higher. Yeah, now that we're recording again, but um, yeah, we have. Uh, we, we've donated about 50 comics books so far that are sitting in my house waiting to uh, waiting for the end of the event. So nice. I'm really excited about that because that's going to go straight into the hands of kids in the community. You know, Some, and, uh, Somehow, some way, we will get them. Well, I, I've talked to a lot of local libraries, and then also I, I really kind of want to get them directly into the hands of kids. Yeah. So so we may just be doing a giveaway at so some gonna, point. So are you going to go out in your panel van to local <laughs> elementaries with free comic on the side? <laughs> I'm going to have to wear shirts like, not a pedo. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but if you look at yourself. I know, I've you, got the look. You look like a guy that would, you know... I do. I was great on a Channel Thirteen report. I've got the pedo face, and it, it makes me sad. But local, local podcaster Rod the Bod Heron yeah. was picked up in front of Pasadena High School. <laughs> I don't know why he why he has a shirt that says "Free Candy" with an arrow pointing down to his crotch. <laughs> You're fucking horrible. I am. That's so. Why but him. anyway, back to the good shit that we do for the community. <laughs> I was like, God damn! Just tell your lies. Tell my lies. <laughs> we care about people. And we want to see uh, comic book readership grow in the future, and we want to seed it early. Yes. So we can get that sweet lunch money uh, spent at Toxic City Comics. It's all a master plan of Chevy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all they, when it when it turns belly up, we're gonna blame him. Hey, I won a contest at Dimension Comics in Seabrook. Cool. Good I, for you. I got a. Uh, I gotta go pick it up. It's some. Uh, it's a horror comic book anthology. It's an old one from the seventies. I want them. I just happened to be in there a couple weeks ago. And she put your business card in a hat. No, I bought raffle tickets, two raffle tickets, and uh, they called me Monday and said, "Oh, hey, you won. Come by and pick up your stuff." And now, is this the grand prize? This horror? I think it's the second prize because the grand prize was a Marvel. I think it was like Tomb of Frankenstein or something. It was a good, a good, good old seventies comic horror comic. You know, and a great to have to hang on the wall in here. But yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see what I got. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to see what you got as well. Dimension Comics is uh, 
a little bit different than they're they're a comic store, but a little bit different from they're in Pasadena. No, no, Seabrook. Seabrook uh, on one forty six in Bay Area, right oh, there. Shit, that cap's gone. Um, they have a lot of a lot of lot of old uh, bronze. Bronze Age, 70s stuff. Uh, so I would hate this place. No, man. it's it, They got a lot of cool... They got a lot of cool shit. A little bit different style shop than Toxic City. Mm-hmm. Toxic City definitely is for the more modern collector. This is definitely for if you're into the old stuff. I would think you'd probably dig it. There's a lot you of think 80s. think so? A lot of 80s and 70s stuff. Not a fan. You like the 80s stuff. Eh. Some of, some of it. Some of In it. In the 90s. Some of it. Yeah. 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 Well, 90s I had to like it cuz, you know, that's all I had when I was like 12. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. I, no, I was 12 like 95. Yeah. No, fuck. That was 10 in 95. Yeah, you I really can't maths. <laughs> you can't math. I can't math. On that note, what else you got? What else do I have? Yep. That it? I got um, penis and two testicles, I guess. I mean, and that's questionable. Well, there are certain people out there, and you know who you are, <laughs> that uh, can affirm. Yes, Miss Melissa. Well, you know, Melissa and others. I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's never been validated. Nope, nope. No third party. No like, pictures. No, 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 it didn't happen. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Exactly. I'll take it. All right. Yeah, you damn right you'll take it. You so, take it. so the same week that this podcast comes out we're also going to do our bonus episode right bonus episode is coming up so when is that coming out it'll be out the same day monday I will, I will have both episodes up and ready to go oh look at you having to do work i know i know oh it's gonna dude, be dude so your hard. clicky finger is gonna be fucking it's tired so hard. i'm gonna have arthritis in my right hand oh man i wonder what from <laughs> uh well masturbating oh obviously <laughs> I, not working i mean, I, I, I assumed it was hard oh, work Oh no god no yeah just straight uh, masturbation oh just straight up ambidextrous masturbating right ambidextrous you do that just go both do you yeah. go lefty right why not do you go left left right Dude, hey, right, man. right left or Dude, is there a pattern yolo yolo i don't know what that means you only live once <laughs> i still don't know what go that means freestyle and jacket however you want oh okay i assume that yolo would be like you only live once i should talk to a real girl Hmm. I should. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, I'm going to close the, the show. Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening. And this is uh, Rodney with Longbox Small Talk. I'm Bill. Uh, and we'll see you next issue. Bye-bye. I did it right. Yes. is part of the B&E Network, brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com.